Gracious God, even in death, we are yours. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. It is good and holy to think about death, not in the philosophical way of we are all going to die or the sentimental circle of life, but rather in the gut-wrenching, the last scan doesn't look very good, you've got about two months left sort of way. Yes, our faith gives us courage and hope in the face of death, but death is still something that hangs over us all. As St. Paul writes, the last enemy is death. Indeed, death is an enemy as it severs bonds of love, and it causes us to do so many unhealthy things in reaction to it. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. Whether it's the cemetery you drive by every day, or the charts showing the number of COVID deaths in the U.S. closing in on one million, or the health issues that you or a loved one are facing, death is a daily companion. We might actually prefer a respite from all the signs of death all around us. My guess is that is at least partially why Ash Wednesday attendance is not as high as other holy days. Coming to church to hear of our wickedness and impending death is not exactly most people's idea of something good to do on a lunch hour. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. This sense of dustiness is something that the psalmist could identify with. Later in this liturgy, the choir will chant Psalm 51, and I invite you when they do to turn to that part of your bulletin and follow along. Traditionally, it is ascribed to King David, and we hear the prayer, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. Death, as we know from Genesis 3, comes about as a result of sin. After Adam and Eve had eaten of the fruit that they had been expressly prohibited from eating, God says to Adam, by the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. Our disobedience to God creates a distance from God. And because God is the author and giver of life, the name of that distance is death. As St. Paul puts it, the wages of sin is death. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. The result of such sin is that we are under condemnation. As we will pray later in the litany of penitence, we confess that we have sinned by our own fault, in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and what we have left undone. The litany will then enumerate the many ways in which we separate ourselves from God and fall short of the call to love. As Psalm 51 will put it, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. And so what are we to do about this sin? How do we close that gap created by our idolatry and rebellion? 
Well, in 1 Peter we read, For the time has come for judgment to begin with the household of God. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. We come on Ash Wednesday to remember this, both the realities of sin and death which we are captive to. We come to have ashes imposed on our foreheads in acknowledgement of this truth. And we do so on behalf of the whole world. For many reasons, people do not come to church on Ash Wednesday, but that is okay. Because we are here as signs to this sinful and broken world that the righteousness of God is given to sinners. That death is not the final sentence of our sin, but rather a bridge to fuller life in Christ. As St. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, For our sake he, became, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Yes, the ashes are a reminder of our mortal nature. But the ashes also remind us that we belong to God. And so they are a sign of grace as well. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. Remembering that we are dust is important because dust is ready to be shaped by God. Dust is what we are made out of. Dust is all that we were ever made to be. Genesis 3 tells us that it was from the dust of the earth that humanity was formed. So if being called dust strikes us as offensive, then perhaps that tells us that we've started to think a bit too much of ourselves. The word humility is related to the word for humus, which simply means soil. Humility is not thinking poorly of ourselves, it is thinking properly of ourselves. Being called dust is not punishment, it's reality. And the thing about dust is that it is ready to be shaped by God. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. The prophet Jeremiah uses the metaphor of God as a potter, and we the clay. And what is clay but moistened earth? Our response to sin and death is to plead for God to shape us. In Psalm 51, we hear, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. The word create, it's the same word that is used at the beginning of Genesis for God's action. We pray to be made new by God. And what I find to be so helpful about this prayer is that it asks for God to transform us not our situation. The prayer is not, Lord, put me in a better situation. Take away my temptations. Surround me with nicer people and give me more resources. No, there's an awareness that what needs to be remade is us. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. Now, dust, of course, it can't do this reshaping by itself. Dust is just the raw material. God is the one who does the shaping. We do not have to earn our transformation. We do not have to be worthy enough of God's salvation. We do not need to do the work of remaking ourselves. It's put so well in Romans. God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
when we were stuck in sin and death is exactly when Christ came to save us. All that is left for us to do is to receive this clean heart by Christ's salvation. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. The way this remaking begins is with the dry dust becoming wet clay through the waters of baptism, growing further into our baptismal identity and vocation is how God reshapes us. And so if you are looking for a Lenten discipline, this is it, to go back to baptism, to remember that righteousness is a gift from God, not something that we have to produce, to rest in the reality that we are enough and that God would not love us anymore if we dropped 15 pounds or volunteered more, prayed more, gave more, or yelled less, cursed less. There is nothing that you can or need to do this Lent to be more deserving of God's love. Yes, disciplines can remind us of God's grace, and in that, disciplines can be very helpful tools, but they are always just that, tools, never the goal. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. The purpose of Lent is to draw us into a deeper celebration of Easter. As Psalm 51 says, Deliver me from death, O God, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. How glorious it will be on Easter when we shout with joy at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As St. Paul writes about the glory of Easter, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why the ashes that we will receive are imposed in the shape of a cross as a sign that all is made well by the cross of Christ. As we know from St. Paul's letter to Rome, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. This is the good news that because we are made of the dust of God's own creating, we will for all eternity be held securely in this love of God, which is our alpha and our omega, our beginning and our end. Sin does not diminish this love. Death does not stop this love. This love is ours, given by grace. And it is what allows us to follow Jesus in the way of love, which is the way of life. Remember that thou art dust, and unto dust shalt thou return. Thanks be to God.